and welcome back everybody this is ghost stories told from the south i am your co-host lexi and i am your host steven booth <laughs> we got some scary stuff for you today once again so don't realize how fast it's september month is going oh it's going so fast it's um, bull crap man yeah, that's one thing i hate about halloween i wish it lasted longer yeah same so September's almost over. Yeah, we have this one, which y'all are going to listen to this week. And then we have one more for September, and we're done with September. And that's crazy. We just started. I know. I've noticed since we started doing this podcast stuff, time goes by so much faster. So fast. And we forget. Yeah. But we are excited to share with you some spooky, spooky stories. So... Mm. Yeah, yeah. And I think you guys will like what we have planned for October. Yes. Who's going to stop? I don't care. I will stop because I already have mine like pulled up and everything. So. You go, girl. I'm going to be covering the Denba. Denba. Denba or Denver? Denba Asylum in Denba, England. Okay. I think that's how you say it. I'm not trying to make fun of anybody. (laughs) That just really sounds like a lot of fun to say like that. So that's why I said it. Uh, It kind of sounds like it would be like a Denba. Denba. So if anybody from England knows for sure what that is, email us and tell us. Yeah, please, because (laughs) I'm probably making fun of you guys so bad right now. I'm not even meaning to. Okay, so basically this place was like built for the lunatics or whatever, you know. It was built for them in the North Wales of England or whatever. Well, the construction for it began in 1848. The, they originally only had beds for 200 people. So it went from having beds to 200 to having a lot, a lot more, as we will get to the pictures in a second to show that. Um, they had maintenance rooms and shops and a boiler room added in 1862. And I guess everything was going good and stuff until the 1940s when electric shock therapy was introduced. Ooh, so that just started shocking the shit out of people. Yeah, and then the sleep therapy stuff was introduced, and so was the frontal lobotomy. Mm. So, and in 1899, they got housed to over 1,500 patients. So when it first opened, they could only fit 200. Then it went to having 1,500, and that wasn't even that was way that was before the 1900s. That's crazy. Year. That's a lot of dang people. Yeah, and that was just like over the span of like 50 years. Well, this place closed in 1995, and they took pretty much any every, any and everybody in. It looks like a castle. It don't even look like it was in the same. Oh time. yeah, no, I know it's Things crazy. Huge. They said that they took in people. Um, with learning disabilities, depression, dementia, um, postnatal depression. I really don't know what that is. Epilepsy, alcoholism, women who mistakenly had babies. So if you got knocked up, then you got put in there. Like any and every reason. They said that they have a burial ground there and a lot of people died. I mean, kind of expected. And you can hear screaming and laughters and scratching, and you can get scratched, and things have been thrown at people, and it's not very pleasant there. It does not sound very pleasant at all. No. 
Well, this place, if you look, I guess is like it's huge. It's like yeah, a dang castle. It's huge, and I wanted to see see that right there would make an awesome haunted house. Oh yeah, no, this place would, and this place was huge. It looks like a cross from a like in the sky. Oh, it does. Huh. Mm, I've never seen one shaped like that. But they ended up, I guess, adding like more later on because, like I said, it went from like two hundred to fifteen hundred in just fifty years. Yeah, that's so a lot of people. They had to obviously add some more. The inside looks pretty cool, though. Yeah. Wow. Oh wow. <laughs> You know, thing. that looks kind of like off Briarcliff. It does. When it's abandoned. That'd be a cool place to have a uh, haunted house at. Yeah, this is looks like a really cool place to go investigate, but I guess that's kind of like an older picture. Oh, dude. Just think of doing a live podcast from there. Oh, Lord. England, here we come. Okay. Well, that was mine. I know it's really short, but mainly these pictures... It sucks when we do these podcasts a little bit because you guys can't see. Yeah. And even if we record. So what you guys need to do for real is like look at these pictures whenever yeah, you're when you, with us. Yeah, when you have some time to kill or if you're listening to us on a desktop, just Google what we do is just Google in the name of the place we're uh, talking about and find a lot of pictures on it. Oh, so many. <coughs> well, would you like to go next, my kind sir? I guess so. I'm going to go ahead and do the... Sorry. I think I'll do the... Uh, Sorry. We're, we're <laughs> over here hitting... <laughs> we're bumping notepads together. I did it twice. Okay. My I'm man. going to do... Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. What are you going to talk about, sir? Today I'm going to talk about the uh, Artisan Center Theater in Hearst or Arlington. It's like right on the line, I think, it or something like that in Texas. I. It's technically in Hearst, but it's originally called the Blair Theater. It stayed a... It's... It said a former employee's spirit who haunts the theater, he died of a heart attack, and a woman who visits have said to have entered the, uh, have said to entertain the actor with her. Do what? I can't even read my own handwriting. <laughs> Where are you at? A woman. A woman who visits. Okay, woman who visits. Oh, have said to have encountered. Okay, the a woman's ghost who his vi visitors said to have uh, entertained and her. Like yeah. 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 <laughs> That's sorry. Okay. I'm not talking about the kinky way. Just. <laughs> <laughs> He's a perverted little ghost, I guess. And there's another spirit named. Nelly, who is not a nice man. Sounds like the other one wasn't nice, nice either, but he's just a little horny. Oh, that's, that's great. <laughs> but this guy just sounds like a grumpy guy. His name's Nelly. He uh, Nelly Billy. wasn't a nice man. He turns the lights off and on, turns the water on, 
messes with you with voices and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Well, at least he doesn't, like, push you off. But, I mean, doing their research on it, it, uh, had, had, ugh, not really has had any big major, uh, like, Bad stuff happened there. Like there's been no fire or nothing like in some theaters or nobody's killed herself or fell off anything. I mean, at one stagehand died of a heart attack. Oh. And Nellie, they're not for sure about him. They just call him that. Hmm. But since that one was so short and sweet... I can't even find pictures of the inside. Those are just all the productions they've done. I'll do one more since that one was so short and sweet. Short and sweet and saucy. All right. I'm going to do the Old Heron Castle in Fort Worth. It's right on Fort Worth Lake, I take it. I've never been there. In fact, I've never heard about it until now. So... It's a uh, like a brick castle. Looking at the pictures, it's a brick castle like on uh, Lake Worth. <laughs> that, that's for a different story. <laughs> I was like, sorry, that's for my next story. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I was like, that's no castle. <laughs> Hang on, let me let me <laughs> look it up for you. Go ahead and continue. Anyways, sorry about that. Goes. Legend says that the original builder of the building found uh, found her death floating in the lake. They, uh, no one ever knew what happened to her or nothing. They just went to check on her one day, and she was floating in the lake. So, yeah, that's a big old castle, ain't Dang. it? Yeah, and it's all abandoned and falling down. <laughs> It'd be nice if someone could fix it. Compare this one to what we were originally looking at. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh, wow. This place is beautiful. Yeah. Dad, let's go live here. <laughs> okay. Oh, that must be where... Since then, a woman in white has been seen leaving the building, like running. Like people on boats and stuff will say they see her hauling butt out of the house. Hmm. Yeah. This looks really nice, but like I can see kind of like what they were talking yeah. about. That's kind of... The Samuel White family got the uh, estate in the 1920s after he won it in a poker game, supposedly. This was the family that turned the original house into the castle. The son committed suicide in the castle and is to believed his spirit haunts the uh, castle. And there are reports of neighbors seeing him in the window of the second floor of the castle and roaming the property, which is weird about seeing him in the second story. There's no second story. The floor has gone. So what? Yeah, because the castle's falling apart and stuff. They oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then they see him wandering around the property. I mean, look at the just, the, yeah. <laughs> There's a fence around it in the newer pictures, but yeah, that is weird. That reminds me of the one where it's like just like the story I did about how they brought like the devil in their town. Oh God, the hotel. yeah. And it's just like the structure of the hotel, but no floors or anything. But people can see stuff on like higher floors. Yeah. That is creepy. Okay. After the suicide of his son, the family leased the house to the 
Volte Aircraft Corporation as a lakeside re, uh, retreat. In 1970, Tony and Moraine May tried to restore the castle, but did not happen. <coughs> a fire destroyed much of uh, what they did. Through the years, owners have came and gone, but no one really... They don't really say who owns it now. It's just fenced off and you can't go on it without It might permission. either be like, because it's a big castle, they might not want to destroy it, so it might be like um, yeah, like how the city owns the baker or whoever. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, you know me, man. You good on that one? Yeah. Mm. Okay, so <laughs> now to while we got our pictures messed up, I was jumping ahead and going to get mine loaded up there. Way to go. Way to jump ahead. Ahead. So... This is the old Changi Hospital in Singapore. Because I noticed that we had some followers. Noticed that we had some uh, followers there. In Japan, Singapore. Is that where Singapore is? I'm not for sure. Oh, I well, think like, we've got people from Japan. Well, okay. So this place, it's you know hospital, whatever. If you look at the pictures, it looks like a. <laughs> looks like you go there for like a horror movie yeah it's pretty creepy looking yeah especially at night yeah. so it was built in 1935 to serve uh britain Brit british royal air force those people and it was called the rath hospital and then in 1942 and 42 it um <laughs> was a prison camp for british shoulder shoulder british soldiers soldiers so not shoulders. <laughs> shoulders. Soldiers. Shoulders. Man, I have never been able to say this word. Say soul. Soldiers. Soldiers. It's a prison camp for British shoulders. Soldiers. Soldiers and allies. So I feel bad. I'm not need to make fun of y'all if y'all are listening to this, but I can't not talk. You guys know this if you're a follower. Anyway, after the war happened or whatever, the hospital returned to um, Britain. It like, where, you know, it became the British hospital. Again, um, people can see like soldiers. Oh, I said it. Soldiers. God dang it. <laughs> see? Soldiers. They, oh, my gosh. They can see those people there. Um, and there's also this presence of a little boy. Well, also, they can hear, like, dissembled screams, and they can see shadow people. They can feel, like, the tormented souls, and, like, when it was a hospital for, like, the war thing, or, yeah. When it was a hospital camp. for the war, not a hospital for the war thing, you know, <laughs> for the uh, war. When war. it was a hospital for the war in the prison camp or whatever, you know, they, they felt that because it stayed there and what all the stuff they went through. Well, I guess by filming the movie The Haunted Conjury people reported like noises that were happening people weren't around that area stuff being thrown did we ever see that moved. i don't think so we should watch it though the haunted what the haunted conjury huh they got some pretty creepy stories over there yeah so i thought that was pretty interesting so yeah these when they are... did the movie there it stirred up the ghost yeah like so they, they said a lot of stuff happened so they did a movie based on true events and stuff from there? I don't didn't get into the movie a lot. We should just watch it. But um, yeah. I guess this. Oh, <laughs> the 
this place is a little bit creepy. I'd say so. Ew. I don't What's like that? that. I guess that's the inside of it. Oh, God. That's like a seance. Yeah. Okay, moving on. <laughs> I don't want to look at that anymore. <laughs> you can do another one? I can. And then I'll do one? Yeah, yeah. God I don't damn. Really care how we 16 do. minutes? I have a lot. I still got some more. I can I break have. into my other episodes that I haven't done yet, my yeah, cougars. I, I guess these short ones, we need to start just doing five or six at a time. Like I said, I have And I'm a lot, sorry, so. folks, but there's some of that stuff you can find, like, just pages. Then there's some of these places, it's like a paragraph or two. Well, and I think our biggest issue is because also, like, we've are, we got the surface covered. Because we've been doing this for, like, five months now. Yeah. So, like, not, no, why did I just said five months? We've been doing this for about a month now. What? A month or two now. May. May, June, July. Oh, my gosh. It really has been that long. Again, time flies. So, yeah, we've been doing this for a pretty while. And uh, we just barely scratched the surface, surface of, like, what's out there. So, like, we're going to have to start digging further to get to stuff. Sorry, I'm trying to find because there's a, a – I have a um, – South American. I've only got one more story. I can do two two more stories and that's it. No, I'm I'm trying because I have. I'm South tapped out after that, Mike. I have South little American. friends, you. I, no, I have South American urban legends that I want to talk about. You need to write down the time for this so we can play some music in this time. Um. Oh no, there's South Africa urban the legends. The sticky pad. Okay. So, I have some South Africa. Open Legends, I was trying to find. So this is the Mermaids of the Caro. Um, they, I guess, are thought to occupy the pools of the Buffalo Jag and what? the Kangaroo Waters. This is in South Africa, so. But oh, okay. So this is um, this is their urban legends, like oh, like okay. I was like, what the? That's yeah. weird. The belief. It has been shared through many locals and a number there also is like a number of like unmarked graves i guess mm. it's really um well this per this thing will like come out of the water and like point to victims so it comes out and points at you and like lures you into the water well the unmarked graves have led like the like the people let has like it the I can't talk. The <laughs> unmarked <laughs> grave has led the victims, like the people to the victims of this mermaid thingy. Oh. So, yeah. And apparently she's not nice. I'm going to call it a she because it's mermaid. She's not nice. Pale skin, black long hair, and red eyes. So, like, a siren? I don't know. Like, again, it's in South Africa, and it goes along with, like, some of their traditions, and I don't know that. So, like, but if you are, because I think we still have some people from Africa. So, if you are from around there and you would like to help me clear up <laughs> this, or if yes, you have any like more urban know. legends, just, like, feel free to get me on Facebook or Instagram. You don't even have to email me. Okay. And say, hey, here's the true story right here. Why are you doing an Australian thing? I don't know. <laughs> Two totally different places. Okay. This is another one. This is called Highway Sheila. Oh, Sheila. 
Oh, Sheila, I love you. I feel so bad. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> okay. So, decades ago, a girl named Sheila was trying to, like, flag down for help because her car had broken down on a highway. Well, this group of men pulled over, but they weren't in the mood to help. They were like, these mean guys. Well, they had uh, <coughs> committed a brutal gang rape on her. They murdered her, and then they abandoned her by the roadside. So, like, she had a traumatic death there. Well, she can be spotted on the same stretch road. And I guess she haunts you. Mm. Doesn't really say what happens if she catches you or anything or if you see well, her. Why but, don't somebody um, do that for me? Uh, go out there and experiment and go to this place and see if that ghost will get you. Yeah, especially if you're from South Africa because, like, that's a long plane ride for us. Yeah. So if someone tests these theories or let us know if you know about them. Yeah. So, uh, Daddy-O, what do you, you want me to do another one, or you got it? I've got it. I'll do two more. Okay. Okay, I'm going to do the uh, Thistle, Thistle Hill Thistle. of Fort Worth. What? Nothing. I just thought I heard something. Oh. Dude, I swear, every time I do a podcast, like, earlier yes. whenever I was outside, I was like, he wants to do a podcast, and we just hear, Arr! Yeah, something answered, <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't uh, quite right. No, it wasn't. Okay. The Thistle Hill in Fort Worth was built in 1903 for fourth, oh, for $40,000. It was built for the Electra Wagner by her father, A.B. Wharton, to stay and take care of her siblings because their mother passed. So basically, this rich dude was like, it's kind of like be be, uh, like right now, I'm rich, and it's time for you to go to college or whatever and move out of the house. And I'm like, honey, if I build you a house over here, would you stay and take care of the siblings and help me? Oh, that's messed up. So, she built the house, or he built her a house. She said, yeah, because she didn't want her, you know, her brother and sister to be abandoned. Yeah, no, I get that. So, she stayed and did, th- and did that. And the hauntings did not start till the 1970s when it was, what's the one thing that always gets them ghosts stirred back up? The renovations? Yes. Okay, little little note here. I know you want to fix your house up, but if it's a really old house, maybe just some paint and wallpaper. Yeah. Don't do nothing don't, major. Don't, like, tear down the walls and be like, Because you yeah. always stir something up. That and... Oh, how much you want to bet once that baker's done, it's going to be more haunted than it was before. Oh, yeah, with all the uh, remodeling. I'm surprised they haven't started seeing, stuff, seeing more that stuff That or we yet. see a worker just fly off in the middle <laughs> of the night or the day. Like, Gosh. That'd be nuts. Yeah, don't ever do renovations on like. And old that, building. too, if uh, you ever, if you're looking to rent a house <laughs> or buy a house, and they're like, "Oh, it's dirt cheap," don't buy it. Don't <laughs> buy it or rent it because it's dirt cheap for because a reason. Because something just happened. I don't know. Somebody was murdered. In yeah. Anyways, back to the story. That's a little life <laughs> lesson. <laughs> That's what I always tell Lexi. Now you know, don't buy nothing cheap. <laughs> Something will happen to you. Okay. 1970s, they renovated. Their, the, a lady has been seen at the uh, main grand staircase 
they believe uh, that's uh, her, the woman. Then a uh, gentleman wearing a tennis clothes and sporting a uh, handlebar mustache. And uh, he's been seen. They're not for sure for sure who he is, but they do hear music and stuff coming from the ballroom and footsteps sometimes. Oh, this is a pretty little nice. Yeah, it's a nice little hotel. Looks like a, or a house courthouse. Yeah, it's pretty cute though. Mm-hmm. What if that man is like her ex-lover or something? Yeah. Yeah. But she really likes to come out during, because uh, sometimes they rent it out for stuff. I swear, if you say weddings, because all these pictures are weddings. Oh, well, yeah. She's probably wedding. in a bunch of the wedding pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. But the, it's funny, though. There's a guy dressed up in an old tennis outfit, like from the 80s, with the old 80s uh, handlebar mustache. Ain't that crazy? Ew. Yeah, because usually you're dressed in, you know, their old stuff, you know. Yeah, like what Western they dyed or what yeah. they wore a lot or something. There's mm. no, I've never heard of a ghost that new. <laughs> I'm new. I don't know what to do. But I guess I'll do one more. I got, if you want me to go, I can. We'll do one more and then you do two more. <laughs> I guess I'm going to start planning for five. I'm always covered. I always have extras. So. Well... I wasn't covered that good a day, Adolf. Don't call me that. That is rude. I'm sorry. Yeah, jerk. Why don't you go, shh, be quiet. Go. Okay, this is the uh, Adolfi's Hotel. Ain't that right? Adolfi's Adolfi's Hotel? Hotel, yeah. I was about to say, what are you trying to say? <laughs> okay. I've never been to this place or, or heard of it. So, anyways, yeah, it's a big old hotel in Dallas. Apparently, it was made by Adolf Adolf Adolphus Bush, and he is the guy who uh, basically started the uh, Budweiser company, the oh, Bush wow. Company. I think they call it. I don't. Anyways, <laughs> you uh, mm. sicko. It's his ghost stories told from the south, not dirty <laughs> thoughts from the south. Oh, yeah, because it used to, I guess, be called the Adolf, the Adolfius Hotel. Yeah. I found the old logo. Yeah. It was the guy who started the Bush Brewing Company. That's cool. Yeah, it's a pretty old place. Yeah, it's pretty tall, too. Anyway, continue. Anyways, he built it in 1912, and, it, and within a year... It became like one of the best hotels around. I mean, it got notoriety quick. And it's it's still a pretty successful little hotel. I would say, well, look at it. <laughs> but uh, one of the reports goes, sometimes the desk clerk, and especially on night shift, the uh, desk clerk will get a uh, call about footsteps and old music playing outside people's door or their room. And they'll get keep complaining about it, and they'll finally go check it out. And every time they go to investigate it, there's nothing there. Nothing's found. Nothing. Uh-uh. Nope. Yeah. And then, ever since the uh, death of a woman that was a regular at the uh, bistro, which is another word for their bar, 
the staff started seeing a woman come and sit down at the same table. Uh, every, not every day, but every now and then, you'd see this woman come and sit down, and they finally just figured, you know, she's got to be a regular from back in the 20s or whenever the brothels were big. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Well, you'll like this one. Every hotel's got to have a story about what, Lexi? The lady in white. Well, not just that, but Is what it else? Is about a dang bride? Yes. <sighs> hey, it's got to do that in every hotel. That It wouldn't be a hotel if the bride you know, didn't die. Before we do brides, I've never understood why a lot of people wanted to get married in hotels on all these stories. Well, because they're, I don't know, because they're big, pretty hotels. Or was it because it was back then and there really wasn't another place to go? Well, there might have been. Because, like, that's weird. Okay, yeah. anyway, continue. <laughs> My opinion. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. There is a bride on the 19th floor that haunts the uh, hall. The reports of a woman crying. She always appears when it, when, and she's another one who always appears when there's a party or a big wedding. Oh, that's, oh, yeah. wow. When there's a wedding. Bet you she's crashed a few photos, photos. Yeah. A few photos in her day. Okay, well, with that little, are you done? Yeah. Okay. It's the same thing with this hotel. There wasn't uh, a lot. Yeah. Well, this woman, the bride, though, this was like one of the few suicides. This woman, she hung herself because the uh, something the groom guy had. that was supposed to meet her there didn't meet her. The groom didn't show up. So oh, uh, that's, so she got pretty much left at the altar. Yeah. So she uh, hung herself. Oh my gosh. Yeah, wow. on that floor. So when there's a wedding party, who's going to crash it? Let's not go to that floor. That's where you're getting married. I've already got it booked. No. Yeah. <laughs> Find someone to marry on me. The 19th I'll floor, you on the 19th floor, you're getting married there. You're going to have your honeymoon there. No. Okay. So I don't know, honestly, if I've done this one. Maybe I've just looked it up. There's not a lot on it. But I have, think I have a story that's, like, close to it or, like, there was a crash by it. It's the woman hollering, Queek. We have Queek. <laughs> the woman hollering. It's the woman hollering, Queek. She's really scary and she cries like shit. She's going to come and eat us. The woman hollering. Oh, my gosh. Is it like the La La Lura? Yeah. You've already, you've already done La La Lura. No, I have done her, but, like, I haven't done the woman hollering creek. They're supposed to be two different things, but, like, they're also related. That don't make any damn sense. Well, because, okay, woman hollering creek, and it's um, between San Antonio and Saginaw. Or not Saginaw, Sequin. Sequin. Sequin, Texas. Well, it refers, she is referred to Lala Lorna. The crier in Spanish. That's her name. I didn't realize it was translated to that. Um, I guess this person is still there. She's looking for her kids. But legend has it that if you get close to the water, you get pulled in or pushed in. So I guess it's sort of like Lala and Orna, but like I couldn't really <laughs> find, like where it originated. But they have signs everywhere leading to this place. 
Woman hollering creek. Oh my god. Yeah. Like and it's so I don't I don't know. So um that's really short and I know. But I also wanted to do White Rock Lake. It's in Dallas. Um I guess like somebody just died there and just stuck there. Because it was a park. Or first first opened up in 9-11. 1911. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I had to correct myself. I'm That's sorry. Like, that's a pretty new park. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. 1911. Um, and they came into a park in the 1930s. Well, I guess this uh, woman in her 20s back then around like 1930s, she drowned or died or something. She's the lady of the lake there. She roams the lake. She wants for a ride. And then like she disappears it's almost like that one you told you look behind you and there's a wet spot or like oh yeah she's gone so it's kind of like that one but i was like hmm because i've noticed that like a lot of like the lake ones are like all the same yeah so i was like mm hmm it's that's very very weird but okay i'm gonna need another one because those were very very, yes, we uh, didn't realize everything short. was going to be that short. We'll start getting together better like this and be more prepared, fellas and ladies and gentlemen, babies. Um, okay, so there's this one I want to talk about because it's almost Halloween. Yes. And before we get into it, because Halloween's going to be like scary, scary, or supposed yes. to be. So this is a little introduction to it. So this is about the urban legend of the corrupted candy. Now. I'm pretty sure that this actually happened also, but it's an urban legend, too. It's about, like, oh, it's, like, based on the theory that parents have to taste the candy before the kids can eat it, you know? Because, like, oh, there's going to be a razor blade in your apple, or, oh, don't hey, you know? Hey, wait a minute. You is did this, this one? Is it about a girl in Houston? No. No. Around, or not a Houston, but around the Metroplex? not a girl at all okay good <laughs> you was fixing to get mad wasn't you yeah i was like gosh dang it because <laughs> we always just surprise each other with what stories we have and i was like yeah. i swear you <laughs> have this <laughs> anyway this is the corrupted candy urban legend um basically it's like the, a maniac slides razor blades into apples and needles into candy bars and puts acid into the pixie sticks or whatever yeah you know? like that's why parents have to check your kids' candy. Also, they used to the always world tell us. We let grow up. <laughs> they used to always tell us, "Go get your t your candy X-rayed before you eat it." Yeah, like. Well, back in the '80s, there was that scare right there. Well, and I don't know when this happened. Oh, actually, I do. So this was close to the '80s. The story. <sighs> that might have been where the story. That might have been where that came from. Okay, if this like yeah. So anyway. Because, uh, yeah, so the urban legend is about, you know, checking your candy or all that. And the only reason that it is a urban legend now is because of this guy right here. So basically this guy was a father to this one son. And he was taking his son out for candy one night because it was Halloween night, you know. It was in Pier Park, Texas. It was October 31st, 1974. That's, well, that's right before you were born. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And he took his eight-year-old son and five-year-old daughter to trunk-or-treating. Or trick-or-treating, or trick or not trunk-or-treating. Yeah, they didn't have that back then. <laughs> Shut up. 
Well, he had, um, he split 27-inch pixie sticks between his son and his daughter. And I guess he had poisoned, I don't know how many of the pixie sticks for his son, because he wasn't sure which one he'd get. Well, um, he put cyanide poison, uh, cyanide poison in the, uh, pixie sticks and stapled them shut. And the little boy was like, eh, it's okay, I'll still eat it. But he was only eight. He's like Jackson's age. Yeah. So I still under, I mean, he's also a boy. Like, boys will eat anything. <laughs> and so he got stick, sick that later that night when they got home, rushed to the hospital, and, you know, he, he died. Well, um, he, his father the day before had took out his life insurance policy. Because he was, he was, he was, I was a hundred thousand dollars in debt, and I just I needed some money. So, so I'll kill my son. Kid. Yeah. Well, he That's was a, sentenced. Actually, to death. that was a true story. Yeah, I know. The urban legend was like, oh, the your parents have to check it. Because I remember hearing was, about yeah. that. So he was sentenced to death in 1975, and he was put to death in 1984. So. That kind of, I think, also didn't help with the fact, like, oh, yeah. we, really need, we, really, we really need to check your candy before, like, you eat it. But also, like, there's still, like, a little bit to the urban legend of, like, hey, every candy out there is poisoned. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, I mean, honestly, this was, like, back in, like, the 70s-ish, 70s to 80s. So, like, imagine how it is now with, like, the, the yeah. creeps. So. I know it's not really like a ghosty thing, but it's like an urban legend. So I was like, we got to do it. And it's about Halloween. So like, why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'm going to do King or you don't have any more, do you? No. Okay, do I'm one more do. and I guess we'll have to wrap it. Wrap her up. Okay. Wow. Wow. I'm going to do the uh, King Seat Hospital. Let me type in here real quick. So I, just, so I can show my dad these pictures. Because he. Because for some reason she wanted to be the uh, computer whiz. I know what for though. She thought if she got over on that <laughs> side, she was going to get the old captain's chair. I am no. part captain. So, so I should get half the chair. I said she's going to earn this spot. I am the host. You have to earn it. But she does get to sit here. When she does her show with her sister. Yeah. Okay. So, I actually haven't seen the pictures. The pictures don't actually look that bad compared to the story. Ew. What the hell? Oh, I forgot it's also a... <laughs> I forgot it's also a haunted house. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I forgot and I was like, oh my gosh, what? Because <laughs> there's like a picture of like a ghost thing. That just looks like a normal like big house. I mean, it don't yeah, look Yeah, it looks pretty weird. But, like, a big... Yeah, anyway. Y'all have to look at the photos. Okay, so this is, like, a hospital thing. Hospital thing. New you know Zealand. What I mean? Hey, yeah. we got some people in New Zealand, that's, I that's, think. That's why I did it. Oh. Yeah, this is in New Zealand. Um, it op This place operated from 1932 to 1999. That is a mouthful. Um, it housed over 800 patients, and they had a maximum security ring, and they Ooh. had a morgue on site. You know? More on site. That's not nice. <laughs> Patients, you know, were subjected to horrific acts of, you know, abuse. And ex-patients actually came in in the 60s and 70s and acclaimed, you know, like abuse and a sexual soul and like talked about the electric shop therapy and the drugs that they got as punishment. 
Mm. So, like, they talked out against the hospital. And this hospital is said to be one of the most haunted ones in New Zealand. Oh, my gosh. So, we must do a podcast there. We have so many we need to go to. So, this is the death of an 11-year-old. I guess they uh, covered it up and said it was pneumonia. In reality, a nurse beat him to death. Oh, my God. So, but they were like, oh, no, you just died of pneumonia. But that friend that was friends with him, like, got out when he was, like, at, like, 20 or 18 or whatever the age limit was to get out. Or something, you know, he got better or something and they let him out for whatever reason. Or because he got out when it closed and came out and talked about it. Well, then, also, two 13-year-old boys, they were troubled. They snuck out of the hospital in 1967 and they vanished without a trace well the people at the hospital said they snuck out and drowned in the lake but like they have not found their bodies or anything <sighs> so like that part is creepy yeah but that's also probably a part of a serial killer that makes you wonder like if you care if you're the serial killers back then like who you know yeah but i mean and back then they really didn't know what a serial killer was yeah just a maniac or whatever. That's what they called him. So, this is one place. It reminds me of Grey's Anatomy because it's like this is like the place where like doctors die way more than patients. <laughs> um, the nurses died so much more than the patients. Like on the you know premises, basically they just killed themselves all the time there. Like they were dropping like flies. <coughs> so, that happened, and they have over a hundred reported sightings of ghosts. I only got, like, a couple because that was a lot. <laughs> there's this one. There's this gray nurse. It's the most popular. That person, hey, guy a or girl. Hey, of a different color. I know, not right? white. Um, gray this time. <laughs> she committed suicide, and she wanders around the nurse's quarters and, like, does stuff in there. You know, like, the normal, like, I'll slam doors. I'll open the windows. Do this, this, this. Even though, like, really no one's, I don't, it's not open anymore. But whale and you can also the cupboards like they shake like open and shake and everything then you can hear tapping on the windows the windows i say windows word uh toilets flush themselves and the sinks turn on by themselves and off there's a sulfur smell to me that was weird because that was an ohio thing ah. and it with the windigo anytime someone's on the windigo they smell oh, yeah the smell the sofa um and then you can see shadows and you can hear voices well, it was on Ghost Adventures at one part, apparently, at one point. And then they made not the entire hospital. They just made half of it into a haunted park or asylum. So I guess, like, the other half where nothing happens, that's where stuff happens. Or, like, stuff that was didn't happen in the haunted uh, show or whatever, the house, happens. And, like, the guests are okay with it because they, they think it's, like, part of the show. But the people who are running the show are like, that wasn't supposed to happen. That's a ghost. And they're like, ha, whatever, it's a haunted house. <laughs> yeah. So, sorry. Sorry, guys. We're loud tonight. I'm just hitting stuff left and right. It's been a long day. We might have some storms coming in later. Stormer storms. Well, okay, that's, um, that's all I got. I'm trying to, I got some stuff on dolls for next week. Oh, God. But we will hit it hard. And the next weekend, this weekend, <coughs> get a lot of stories for you guys. Yeah, yeah. We'll get back to doing it for an hour like we used to. It's been a weird couple weeks. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, but it's been great. 
It has, it has. Well, you want to tell them. Especially for October, we will be on for an hour. Well, we are, okay, so all we're pretty much on everything now. God. <laughs> we got on Amazon Music the other day. Yes, they are on it. We are on Amazon, baby. So check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Amazon. I think we're on Audible, which is weird because that's a book thing. Um, I don't. I just went blank. I just got all of our uh, almost <laughs> done with doing our uh, channel for YouTube. But go check that out. It's Ghost Stories Told from the South. I've got everything till about episode 16 done. Yeah, yeah. So then after that, I still got some more shit to uh, download and put on there. But hey, it'll be then, great. And then check us out on Instagram at South Texas Ghost. Check us out on Facebook at Ghost Stories Told from the South. And check out the email if you want to at Ghost Stories Told from the South at gmail.com. Well,. I think that that's it. Check out her uh, sister's oh, podcast, yeah. What's, What's Really, What's out, really there. out There. What's Really Out There. We have Facebook and Instagram. It's What's Really Out There. Check out her cousin's Borderline Texas Trash, and it's not a political show. Yeah, it's no, comedy. it's not. It's just a, yeah. Commentary. So. But, yeah, we'll get some better stories. I mean, these stories are good. We just longer get ones. more and try to get some longer ones and have more for yeah. But you guys... Be enjoy good, be real, enjoy September. the rest of your uh, September. Left. Yeah, we're gonna get the yard ready for Halloween. That's uh, weekend. Weekend, so we might take pictures and put that up on the on our, uh, our social medias. Yeah, yay! Okay, well, uh, stay safe out there. If it uh, rains, don't get wet, and uh, yeah. And uh, if you've been listening to it, you've been listening to ghost stories told from the south. I am your host. Stephen Booth, <laughs> and this is my co-host Lexi. Mm. Bye. We'll see you later. <laughs>